And this is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris of Image of a Girl fame, and I'd like to welcome you to the show, The Anatomy of a Hit, the show that will give you the inside story of a hit from its birth to its development to it reaching the charts. Today we will be talking about a great 1961 classic by Jackie Wilson. Yes, it's Lonely Teardrops, which was one of the greatest records recorded by the great Jackie Wilson. If we take a look at his childhood, school wasn't for Jackie. He was an habitual truant. This was to land him in trouble and twice, as a matter of fact, to detention in the Lansing Correctional Institute. And there he learned how to box and he was very skilled. He even considered becoming a professional boxer as he even won the Golden Gloves. But why did he give up boxing and go into music? Here is Jackie Wilson himself during an interview explaining why he gave up boxing. One time in your career, uh, you were a professional or prize fighter. Uh, what uh, was the reason that you left the ring to choose to go into a field of singing? Actually, I didn't want to leave. My mother just grabbed me by the hair one day and told me no more. Well, actually what happened, I had a good record and I had won Golden Gloves in Michigan with a mustache and I was only about 16, I was supposed to be 18, the whole bit. And I was just getting real good and she walked into the, uh, she walked to the arena one night and I was boxing and I always looked for in a certain seat and she wasn't there. And all of a sudden she walked in and my nickname is Sonny. And she hollers out real loud, hey Sonny. And I turn around and whop, whop, whop. So she finally saw me got knocked, I mean beat to bits. So she told me no more. As far as a singing career, Wilson eventually was hired by Billy Ward in 1953 to join his group, Billy Ward and the Dominoes. And he replaced the previous lead singer of the Dominoes, Clyde McFadder, who went on to form the Drifters. Here's an example of Jackie singing lead with the Dominoes. Our roads must remain with the sun and the rain for its lovely Promise won't come true To each his own To each his own And my own is you Jackie Wilson then decided to go on his own as a soloist. Now how did Jackie Wilson get a recording contract? and start having hits? Here is Jackie Wilson on the Dick Clark American Bandstand show in 
describing how it all happened. Lovely step up here, old friend. How are you? Fine, Dick. How are you? You know, you told me the story of that record once when we did a radio show together, and uh, some people know it, but not a lot of people. Uh, where did you find it, when, and who did it? <laughs> Actually, uh, Detroit, Michigan. I had just previously left a vocal group called Billy Ward and the Dominoes. How old were you when you worked with them? Around 17. <laughs> You're unbelievable. All right, pick up the story. And I was playing this particular club in Detroit, and uh, these guys came in, about four or five guys, and they were all... Well, they had something to do with the record business. And this one little guy, he was very, very uh, fast-talking little guy and fast-moving. He was the smallest of the lot, and he, he came up and asked me if I'd like to record one of his tunes. So, naturally, I couldn't laugh at him, but he was so funny because he was very, very, you know, right there, pushing you all the time. So I said, well, you know, why not, but where am I going to get a recording contract? So I didn't have one at the time. He said, don't worry about a recording contract. You record one of my tunes, it's a number one right now. Ooh, he had a lot of confidence. Now, when we look at how the song Lonely Teardrops came about, the song ended up with a different rhythm and beat that was originally intended by Barry Gordy, the writer. One of the biggest songs, if not the biggest song, and the one that most people associate with Jackie Wilson was recorded in 1958 and wound up as being your biggest hit. I, I heard a story about the song, about the tempo, which it was originally supposed to be recorded about. I'm, I'm speaking of the song Lonely Teardrops. You want to give us the story no. behind that one? Right. Well, that's a, it's an it's a old story, but it's a good one. The truth of the matter, it was supposed to have been a ballad, a blues ballad. And it was written also by Barry Gordy, Jr. And uh, Nat and I flew in from New York. We heard the song, we liked it, and we took it back. And then we did record it as a blues ballad, but we didn't like it. So then we decided to play with the guitar a little bit, and we had a great arranger at the time, Dick Jacobs. And we had him off a niggle with it a little bit, and we played, and we got a good tempo going, and it was like a chalypso at the time, which was very popular. And we took it, and we liked it, and we brought it back, and um, we gave it to the disc jockey. We ran, and it was hot off the press told him to play it. So they put the record on and Barry was there just waiting patiently and everybody was just waiting and they put it on and Barry said, oh my God, you ruined my record, my song. What have you done? Tears came out of his eyes. So let's hear Jackie Wilson singing Lonely Teardrops at the slower paced blues rendition as originally planned. Here it is. Come home, come on home, baby. Say you will, say you will. I'll cry alone the Say you 
song Lonely Teardrops raced up to number one on the Billboard R&B chart and became Wilson's first top ten hit on the Billboard Hot 100, eventually peaking at number seven. There were several cover versions of Lonely Teardrops. Let's hear a few of them right now. First is the biggest hit cover version, recorded by country music singer Narvell Feltz. His version was released in 1976 and reached number 5 on the Billboard Hot Country Singles chart and also reached number 62 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Listen. My heart is crying, crying Lonely teardrops Jose Feliciano also covered the song. fame did their version of Lonely Teardrops. Michael Jackson even did a recording of the song. Side of Lonely Teardrops was a song called In the Blue of the Evening. Let's listen to a portion of that. I'll be meeting you in secret. 
considered a master showman and one of the most dynamic singers and performers in pop, R&B, and rock and roll history, earning him the nickname Mr. Excitement. Due to his dynamic dance moves, impassioned singing, and impeccable dress, he was soon christened Mr. Excitement. Here is Jackie giving his reason why he was christened Mr. Excitement. How, how did you ever get the name or the title that's been attached to you, Mr. Excitement? Uh, probably because I do perspire an awful lot. And uh, I, end up, I start the show the way most people finish, they tell me. Wilson's powerful electrifying live performance rarely failed to bring audiences to a state of frenzy. His live performances consisted of knee drops, splits, spins, backflips, one-footed across the floor slides. He'd remove his tie and jacket and throwing them off the stage. He'd use basic boxing steps, advance and retreat shuffling. And one of his favorite routines was his philosophy. He liked to get some of the less attractive women in the audience to come up to the stage and kiss him. Wilson often said, I quote, if I get the ugliest girl in the audience to come up and kiss me, they'll all think they can have me and keep coming back and buying my records, unquote. Well, I guess that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> Let us seduce your ears. RememberThenRadio.com The soundtrack of our lives, 24-7, 365 days a year. Unfortunately... Jackie Wilson had some negative aspects of his behavior. He had a reputation for being short-tempered and promiscuous. In fact, singer Patti LaBelle accused Jackie Wilson of attempted sexual assault in her biography. The most pronounced incident, however, occurred when Wilson was shot and wounded by one of his alleged lovers, Juanita Jones, on February 15, 1961. Allegedly, Jones shot Wilson in a jealous rage as he returned to his apartment with another woman, fashion model Harlene Harris, who was an ex-girlfriend of singer Sam Cooke. In order to protect his reputation, his management concocted a story that Jones was an obsessed fan who threatened to shoot herself and that Wilson's intervention to stop her concluded in his being shot. Astonishingly, the story was accepted and no charges were brought against Jones. Jackie went along with this concocted story created by his manager to protect his reputation. Here is an interview where Jackie used the story during an interview rather than telling the truth about what really happened. Listen. Uh, there's one area in, in your career, uh, it, it's, it's been a tragic one, but I'm sure you've probably, something good has come from it. 
But in 1961, uh, a near-fatal accident happened when one of your frenzied fans uh, approached you with a pistol and you got shot. I was shot in the stomach. And, uh, well, I still have the bullet. I still carry it. It's in my back, but it's in a safe place. I just can't move it because it hasn't moved. And, um, well, it was, it's, it's, a, it's not a nice story, but it's not a bad story. Because actually, the, the young lady, that's why we didn't prosecute her. She wasn't shooting at me. She was going to shoot herself. And when a person's a little off at the time, and they're kind of strong, I grabbed the pistol, but I am the one that got shot. Here are a few more covered versions of Jackie Wilson's hit, Lonely Teardrops. The Shirelles did their cover of the song. lead singer of the Crests of 16 Candles fame, did a version with the Brooklyn Bridge. fellas who had that big hit Killer Joe did a cover. A live version by L. DeBarge. Brian Hyland's covered version of Lonely Teardrops entered Billboard's Hot Top 100 chart at position number 88, and six weeks later, it peaked at number 54.
There were several other covers of Lonely Teardrops, which we're not going to go into. Jackie Wilson had so many hits besides Lonely Teardrops. Let's hear a few. To be loved. Someone to care. Someone to share. Lonely hours and the moments of despair. To be Here's I'll be satisfied. Just a smile Hold my hand, baby, just once in a while That's all I need, that's all I need And I'll be satisfied And there was higher and higher Yeah. 
While appearing as one of the headliners of the Dick Clark's Good Old Rock and Roll Review in September 1975, while singing the part of Lonely Teardrops that goes, My heart is crying, crying. During that phrase, Wilson collapsed from a heart attack and a stroke right in the middle of that song, hitting his head as he fell. The audience at first thought that this fall was part of the act and they started applauding and cheering. It became evident that something was wrong when about a half a minute later, he hadn't moved. The excitement instantly turned into confusion and shock as attempts to revive Jackie on the stage were to no avail. He never recovered and remained in a coma for eight more years. He was hospitalized until his death on January 21, 1984. Jackie gradually improved to a semi-comatose state, but obviously had suffered severe brain damage. Although he never uttered another word, he remained clinging to life for a further eight and a quarter years. As I mentioned on previous shows, I was the California chairman of the National Music Foundation. This was a nonprofit organization, and our foundation was started to help Jackie Wilson, who was totally broke. We helped pay all his hospitals and burial costs. We lost one of the most exciting performers and vocalists in rock and roll history. I hope you enjoyed this program of the Anatomy of a Hit, and I hope you join us for the next edition. To close our show, here is the complete recording of the song we have been talking about today. It's Lonely Teardrops by Jackie Wilson. This is Dr. Merv Rosenberg of the Safaris. Thanks for listening. And I hope you listen to the next episode of The Anatomy of a Hit. Goodbye, everybody. Oh!